0: What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Four: the Love of Cinema, where our motto is, we just hope it doesn't suck. This is episode 286, broken up into two parts, A and B. Thank you. 285A, posting on 712, will be a discussion on the next chapter in the Despicable Me universe in the form of Minions, The Rise of Gru. And 286B, posting on 715, will be a discussion on Beavis and Butthead, Do the Universe. Oh, no, man. this isn't. No, this isn't the '90s. I'm sure you didn't realize this movie was out, but it does, and it's hilarious. I'm one of your hosts, Grayson Waxwell, and Roger is no lo- is not. No, I say no longer is not joining us this week. Uh, it's just me and Chris holding it down. Chris, I'm going to call you Chris. Your nickname this week is Eyebrows. Eyebrows. As part of the As part of the Vicious Six from Minions. Oh,
1: that's true. All right. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. There you go. Can we? Can Chris we? Uh, uh, Roger's nickname. Roger's nickname will be uh, Roger Absentee Ballad Stillian. All right, Absentee Ballad Stillian, there it is. I like that. Absentee Ballad. He'll hate this <laughs> That's all that matters. What's hey, going man. on this week? How are you, man? Uh, doing good. We had a family reunion this weekend. It was—I had to work during most of it, but I got to go to the after party, and it was super late, and I was super tired today, but it was worth it. A lot of fun. So had a good week.
0: I love reunions, watch man. Our family reunions used to well, not the last of the, the grand grand grandmother just passed away not too long ago, but oh. they took place. They used to, I mean, they usually always take place out in Iowa, in this in our our family farm. That um, one it, of my makes, it makes
1: sense that you're from Iowa originally. Like, why? Why does that make sense? <laughs> it just does. <laughs>
0: <laughs> fine, fine, fine. But I was like, we. I have a crazy uh, relative. It always rocks up in this old like nondescript Buick, opens his trunks, and he wants to fire guns. Let's shoot some guns. That makes a lot of sense too. <laughs> this is this is painting a very well picture. Oh, good. I'm glad we have uh, my family's got some. It's got some a diverse uh, lineage out there. It's got some. It's really interesting characters
1: that rock up these things every couple of years.
0: I'm going to hopefully the one in August. I'm going so I'm really kind of excited for that.
1: Very cool. Yeah. So this one was um this was my wife's uh, family reunion, which um my family reunions are. Exactly what you think. There's a bunch of pasty white people, super boring. You know, you, everyone gets there super late, and everyone leaves super early. That kind of thing. My wife's oh, family, wow. however, all right, that's fair. My wife's family, however, uh, their her maiden name is McNeil, so take that for what it is. And those people party from 11 a.m. until last night midnight. So it was. It's an all day event. They they go all out every year. It's it, it's it's pretty cool. they they're a lot of fun.
0: Wow, they don't mess around.
1: No, they don't. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. The they first know year a so, party. All the men do a golf scramble the the night before and just get belligerently wasted and and pretend to play golf, and then show up at this reunion with all their sunglasses on. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Were you included in in that group? I used to be. I don't. I, I that was only to impress my wife, though. For the first few years, you know, of the relationship, I don't go golfing. I don't like to golf. I am terrible at golfing. I am left handed as hell, and it shows. And no. um, yeah, so, but I no longer do that. But the f- few times I went, man, I, I, I couldn't function. It was, it, at least people <laughs> are insane. Like
0: because they drank so much or.
1: Yes. Yeah. I can, I, I can imagine those, those can
0: get pretty crazy. Especially yeah, like, I love awesome. my favorite is when, is when like, like the golf scrambles that I used to, I used to work part time at Ogilvy mm-hmm. and the just people would get like, they would drink, even though you weren't allowed to, they would absolutely drink and like, Oh yeah. Drunk people driving around in golf carts is just—it's—it's it's uh, hilarious. Like it's just, hilarious. Yeah. Oh man, yep. it's always a good time. Uh, yeah, family reunion is always a good time. Uh, how was this? How was it?
1: Would you guys? Was it was outside or inside? They—they uh, they rent out um, like a whole like pavilion area, so it's outside, but it's it's also in a shelter. Like it's also under a shelter <sighs> the whole time. This and smeltering the smeltering heat, though. Yeah, oh, my goodness. The whole, they also rent. They also get access to the pool that's nearby that has lifeguards and stuff, so you can cool off in the pool and stuff. So it's not that bad. There you go. Um, yeah.
0: Yesterday I went out on a boat with a bunch of crazy Teamsters, um, <laughs> and we went just upriver up in Pennsylvania, and just they just they just threw the anchor down and just dove in. There you I'm go. Like, All right. I just did the same thing. I I feel weird swimming in a river because like I imagine by this point in you know human history every single water source is just dirty as hell. <laughs> I mean. All the sewage goes somewhere, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm saying. So we were we were we were boating up the up the and the so I've never known this I'm I'm not really a boat person but like he was following these up the river in Pennsylvania it's like you have to follow these buoys that like that tell you that help tell you like where where it shallows. Okay. Yeah. So so you're, so some boats can't, you know, go certain places. And I we there was a pipe with some water coming. I was like, "What's that? What's that water coming out of that pipe?" Ooh. And he said, it's sewage. And I said, wait, wait a minute. We're swimming just a river from this? He's like, yeah, it'll be fine. I'm like, okay. Everything's well. fine.
1: Everything's fine. Don't worry about
0: it. <laughs> I mean, when in Rome, I just it, dove in. I don't It's
1: it's best not to think about it. Though. Yeah.
0: I don't <laughs> it's funny because they kept stopping they kept stopping the boat for pee breaks, and people would just dive off in the water and like stand there long enough just to pee and then they <laughs> climb back on board. <laughs> like, like
1: a kid in a pool. You just <laughs> stop moving. <laughs> <laughs> Look around while you, while you do your thing and then continue <laughs> swimming. Yeah. Okay.
0: I, just made me laugh. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not going to say I didn't join in on one, one or two of these, but. um yeah, disgusting. It was disgusting. a good time. You're disgusting. I'm sure I swam through other people's pee too, so it is. You it probably is. drank it too. Oh. I'm sure I did. I'm sure it got in my body somehow, but it was a good time yesterday, the whole day on the river with a bunch of drunk people in a boat. It was a lot of fun. <clears throat> That was how I spent my Saturday, and I got a lot of sun, man. I'm burned.
1: <laughs> you you seem like the guy that would burn, not tan. So I believe that too. <laughs> what does that mean, burn not tan? <laughs> it means you it means you pasty white, and you're stuck that way. I do, I do. But you are too. You just said so. It's funny I'm tanned as hell right now. You ain't seen me in a minute.
0: I am tan. I, if you and Roger would see me today, you'd have, you guys would. Have, I'm very red. I'm sure you guys would have slapped the back of my neck, and it would have hurt so bad. Oh, I mean, so. if Roger wouldn't have. I would have. Just yeah, just posterity's sake. Of course, you got you you got you got to you got a name to uphold. Certainly got to do that. 100%. Well, what else is going on in your world, Chris? Do you watch anything else besides Minions this week?
1: Uh, nothing else. Well, yeah, I watched Beavis and Butthead. Um, other than that, though, not not much. Just my kids rewatching some of the old stuff. My daughter still is talking about Lightyear. She can't wait. To, she can't wait to watch Lightyear again. What? Yeah, that was she that loved that was, it.
0: That was about as mediocre. Well, I mean, look, they can. I mean, she I'm, loved it. Or she's coming out from a different angle than
1: we are. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. I mean, I didn't get to talk about it, but you know, like too much. But Light does have its problems. Don't get me wrong. But you know, from her perspective, man, she loved that movie. She she thought it was great.
0: Well, I can also see her loving Minions too, because Minions is a lot of fun. But yeah, no, I mean, we'll we'll talk about it. It's got its structural problems for sure. But oh we'll yeah, talk about that in a little bit. But this is episode 286 of For the Love of Cinema, a podcast about movies, film, and cinema. It was posted each and every Tuesday and Friday at 5 a.m. on Podbean, which then distributes to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music. Each and every week, we start with the box office current and upcoming releases, what's streaming, trailers, and movies of the week. Without further ado, let's jump into the box office and the box. Oh, I don't, I don't know, have it up. But give me one second. Row, row. All right, here we go. Box office. You'll be surprised. Thor: Love and Thunder, 143 domestic, 302 worldwide for an opening weekend. That's not too shabby.
1: No, not at all.
0: That's pretty good, actually. Minions: The Rise of Gru, number two, 45.6 domestic, bringing us worldwide to 399, almost a, 400 million.
1: That's a successful movie, 100 right. So. I don't know what the oh, budget yeah. was though. I'll look it up. Because the,
0: the budget for some of these things can be like 200 million dollars. That's just a lot of money. Top Gun Maverick, another fifteen point five million. Still, just doing very well for itself. One point one eight three billion. That movie just keep on going. I'm so surprised. I'm so happy that movie's doing so well. Oh yeah, same. Oh, the
1: The Minions budget was eighty million. So oh, that's it. it, it, uh, it def- I mean, I say it, that's it, it, but it's not. Well, yeah, but it, it's it's, cr- it's crushed. It's that in its marketing, oh, yeah. right? Like that's Definitely. it. Number
0: four, Elvis. Eleven million, hundred and fifty five worldwide. I don't know. Did you end up watching that one, Chris?
1: I did not. I did not watch watch Pelvis. No, no. But, okay.
0: Well, we were well, kind of. It didn't. It certainly wasn't what I was expecting. Mm-hmm, I, yeah. I, I will say that it was different, but mm-hmm. um, I think it was just kind of a middling, okay movie,
1: which is probably not as good as it wanted to be. But that's okay. Well, to, compared to its crowd, like the other right. like 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 music documentary stuff we've seen, probably not. Yeah, I have to a slice
0: of humble pie on that one because I said that was gonna be the best and it still works.
1: <laughs> so I I'll eat that humble pie.
0: Alright, Jurassic World Dominion, 8.4 million, number five, eight hundred and seventy-six million. Not gonna cross that billion dollar line, but that's okay.
1: It still did pretty damn good though.
0: Yeah, that's that's still okay. Well there's your box office. Not a whole lot of shake up there.
1: No. Nothing out uh, of the ordinary.
0: No, I don't think so. Let's take a look at upcoming releases. This is so. This past Friday, July eighth, Thor: Love and Thunder. Mm-hmm. Several so other things were small release, and Netflix. This thing, I scrolled right past it last night. Uh, it's called the Sea Beast. I don't know if yeah. you. If my been... kids are
1: watching. My kids are watching that movie right now. How do they like? <laughs> like it? I mean, do you, do you um, know? That? My oldest seems to be very much into it. Uh, my youngest is a chaotic little insane. Uh, goblin creature. So she's like in and out, but she's there's parts where she like stops everything and just stares at the TV for a little bit on it. So
0: a chaotic little goblin creature. All right, that's yes. how you should that's how you should give her away at, at at her wedding one one day.
1: Chaotic little goblin creature. Oh, I I, I don't know who's gonna who's gonna. Well, take this
0: I crowd. I have I have um, I I kind of my my interest was peaked Look looking at the mm-hmm. scroll by on Netflix. So I'm definitely gonna check that one out this week. All right, July fifteenth. Marcel in the Shell with Shoes On. Uh, what? I, that never ceases to amaze me. I don't My
1: wife loves Marcel in the Shell. Oh, that,
0: okay, that's what, we did see that trailer on something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, they're actually kind of interesting, truth be told. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris to Roger Chagrin. Pause of Fury, The Legend of Hank, Where Do Crawdads Sing? That's a packed week. Well, no, it, it won't be packed, but it's a packed week. It is. July 22nd, The Gray Man on Netflix and Nope. I know know you've all seen the trailer for Nope a thousand times. and It's finally going to come out. So there we have it. July 29th, DC League of Super Pets, Vengeance. It's two movies. August 5th, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Bullet Train, Easter Sunday. August 12th, Fall, Inuo, Mac and Rita. (laughs) If you're asking yourself what any of those movies are, join the club. Yeah, we have no idea. August 19th, Beast and Super Ball Super superhero or yes. sorry dragon ball super there
1: you superhero.
0: go that one are you looking you're looking forward to that one aren't you chris 100 an
1: i'm i just started watching dragon ball over again dragon ball z with my kid because we're we're about to finish naruto and um just so i can re-watch super before that movie i'm excited for it
0: okay it's an imax though so
1: mm-hmm.
0: You may have to do a little bit of traveling for that one but i might
1: actually for that one honestly because i was sad i didn't go watch um I'm sad I didn't go watch Demon Slayer and IMAX because it was so good.
0: Hmm. Well, I mean, Carmike's th- or sorry, AMC's theaters aren't terrible. The the, the not. big D, the big D, but like it still does not compare to IMAX for sure. I've
1: never been, right. so.
0: August 26th, Fear, Samaritan, and The Invitation. And September starting off strong, Moonage Daydream, Spider Man No Way Home, the more fun stuff version. <laughs> what? Yes. <laughs> yes. yes yeah there's the first. Title for that that's the first extended cut they're putting in theaters okay um oh thursday which is september 8th pinocchio on disney plus that should be interesting
1: yeah
0: where is oh man oh the thing has been removed from september what are you looking for i have oh avatar really okay september 23rd i didn't Whoa. see it I was, I was scared at first <laughs> Oh, that's on the twenty third. So I'm excited. I'm really excited for that. I'm really excited for that one. Yeah. Why you ask? I just because, God damn it, I want to know what twelve years in the making brings to a sequel, and I want to watch the first one again on theaters before we get into that. So I don't know. I'm a little tripped on that one, but I'm excited nonetheless. Well, there's your there's your upcoming up to the next few months. Hmm. I'm not too I'm not too wild about August or even the July for that matter.
1: The rest of July for that matter, to be truth be told. Well, I'm excited for Thor coming, you know, that I'm bring it to see. It's it's gonna be a, it's gotta be at least decent. So
0: I hope so. The Rotten Tomato scores aren't great. So Oh um, man. I know. <laughs> well, I mean, they're pretty low for a main entry in this one, like a main entry it, yeah. in MCU series for this one. So mm-hmm. we will definitely see when it comes to that next week. It's doing very well in the box office, though, so that's always good. Let's take a look at what's streaming on what Amazon, streaming? which I – you know, that's a good question because I didn't do it. So, oh, no. Oh, no. That's all right. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll catch up on that one next week. And there Let's talk go. about some trailers. Um, yeah, so let's. Let's talk about White Bird, A Wonder oh. Story. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that for one second, Chris, if we can. Um,
1: hey. So you did not see Wonder. So I have not seen Wonder, and you may be privy that this is that this is a part of that connected universe in some way. I think it's weird that it's
0: a connected universe. Truth be told, I think Wonder Wonder is a, is, a, is a pretty decent movie with Owen Wilson. Um, who's the mother in that? I can't remember her name. Um, she plays Tess in the Ocean. She's in Ticket to Paradise. That movie coming up. What? Who is? Oh, Julia Roberts okay, okay. is the mother. You forgot and Julia Roberts? I, I did. I did. I'm sorry, <laughs> Julia Roberts. Um, and, <laughs> Their son Augie. They have a they have a daughter who's much older, and they have a son who's in elementary school. And he is he's a little different. Um, he doesn't look like everyone else, and he is he's fitting into his school pretty okay. And the principal's helping him. His teachers are helping him. And there's one kid, just one kid, that just doesn't stop, picks on him relentlessly, and it's making yeah. Augie's life a living hell. And the, where a wonder, where White Bird, a wonder story comes in is this kid is expelled from that school because he was relentlessly picking on Augie. And in his new school, he's kind of the one being picked on. And the Helen Mirren character in in White Bird and Wonder Story is she is telling him about the kindness that matters. And her story is about the Nazi occupation of France. And when she was a little girl experiencing her first love and all kinds of stuff in that time. I, I'm just, I'm so intrigued by this because it, it is kind of a, it's going to be an interesting cinematic universe. Um, if they're trying to make that, I'm intrigued by this. I'm very excited to see where this goes. I lo- of course, love Helen Mirren. I love wonder as a story. There's a movie. So I'm curious to see us where it goes. Now, Chris, you're not as excited
1: about this movie as I am. So I'm not, but here's the thing. These kinds of movies, sometimes like, I don't know, these feel good stories that have like a lot of, not feel good, I guess is the wrong way to put it, but like these ones that have like a sadder tone to them at least at some point, they do kind of get me, but I don't know man like it's it's just I'm not excited right now, but I'll watch it, and I'll probably end up you know i' if it's a good movie, I'll probably end up being well okay i'm
0: a, I'm obsessed with World war two I love you know doing i was that World War two is the one time and not in like in high school and college, that I actually like read every chapter yeah. all the text I, i'm just upset like it's such an interesting time in human history now for for, for those of you who I, I don't mean interesting as in good or bad i just mean interesting as in like it's interesting time to look back and reflect on what happened and yeah. how close the world came to being destroyed um but it's one of my favorite times to study in history it's fascinating what's going on mm-hmm. uh and i love stories told in that time uh, i'm a big fan of i'm a big fan of. of you know, and I mean, I understand. There's, you know, Chris. I know you're familiar with this term. When in doubt, Nazi out.
1: You oh, know, yeah.
0: When you when you don't know who your villains are going to be, make them Nazis because Nazi. No one loves Nazi. No, no one. No one likes Nazi. There, there, there's no pro argument for Nazis. <laughs> I mean, <laughs>
1: you know, it's like some people try. <laughs> sure. <it's fine.
0: laughs> but I mean, if if you have a bunch of Nazis that are, that are your enemies, no one. I mean, people unanimously can can agree that they're pieces of crap. Oh, yeah. So there's that. But I, I'm just I want to see where this goes because again, I I'm you know I'm always doing reading I always watching movies on on this time period I'm just I'm really uh, I'm really into it so I oh, want to yeah. see where this goes and of course you know
1: Mir, but well, well I I too like the World War II era uh, World War 1 World War 2 era the last good movie we saw in this uh was wasn't it um Munich Edge of War Yeah that was that was a good so movie th- That was George McKay
0: who did um yeah. he was the guy in, not in 1970 so he's been in two Mm -hmm. he's been in both world war movies (laughs) he's been in yeah well i mean so several people have but he's he's i mean so i don't want to say several a few people have Mm -hmm. but he's one of the few that he's been in both world war one and world war two but yeah that was a good one uh hacksaw ridge before that was 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 pretty okay with no with Mel gibson directing andrew garfield about the uh taking hacksaw ridge in the the pacific campaign of world war two that's that's no that was up for Best Picture, man. That that was that was I think better than I, than a lot of people remember. I that's one I listen Agreed. to
1: quite a bit. It's yep. it's an easy listen when I'm wearing it. Yeah, of me, one. Me, me, me and my wife were talking about it. Uh, I think one of the actors came up or actresses in it came up and my wife was like, we've watched that one again and I'm all for it. I I I can rewatch those kinds of movies pretty often, actually. Absolutely. Well,
0: good. Mm-hmm. Good, good. I'm, I'm glad that we're gonna go into that movie on into White Bird and Wonder Story with two different viewpoints, but mm-hmm. who knows? I mean it could be stellar. It could it be it might be good. Hopefully it is.
1: All right, let's talk about the Watcher, Chris. The Watcher. So this talk one, about creepy. This one kind of interests me. Uh, when we watched when I watch the trailer, I do, I do like the, um, the effect they have near the end of the trailer where she like she waves at this thing, finally, this guy finally, and it absolutely waves back. Because, because a lot of the, tr- for a lot of the trailer, I was thinking, well, is this even a person or is it like something just that looks like the silhouette and the whole thing's gonna be her driving herself crazy. Well, I mean, if it, if, it, if she's not driving herself crazy, the dude waved, so that's creepy as hell. Well.
0: It's about a guy who's watching a girl from his window, and he's always watching. Mm -hmm. And then she, of course, thinks she's being followed wherever she goes in a movie theater, in the the supermarket, wherever she goes, she thinks she's being followed. And I'm – look, I mean I'm all for a good suspense thriller. I mean Invisible Man wasn't too long ago. That was – when was that? that? Was March of twenty twenty, wasn't it? Before yeah, it really shut down. That movie,
1: that movie was amazing. <laughs> that that was movie's a good great. Movie, That's though. the thing. It's like yeah. that movie's great. It's
0: like <laughs> I'm still riding on that high of like, oh, they, yeah. they can be so good though. So and the Black Phone we just saw and unanimously loved. God, I love yeah, I, that. Movie. I, I
1: did see that one. I, I'm sad I didn't, I didn't talk about it because I said that movie was going to be great, and it was. It was pretty cool.
0: Oh, I loved it, man. That oh boy, I love yeah. that movie too. Oh
1: yeah. So I'm not, so, I'm a big fan of movies
0: like this, like The Watcher. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of good suspense, good thriller. I'm I'm a fan of it. I am because it it does things to you that not many other movies can do. Like it just it puts all your senses on heightened paranoia,
1: mm-hmm. and I love that feeling. Yeah. Love it. it yeah, I, I hope this one's good. I'm definitely I definitely want to see this more than I want to see uh, what is it, White Bird, <laughs> White Bird. <laughs> <Wonder> <laughs> Fair enough. I mean I,
0: I can understand yeah. that. And one that I think we're all going to unanimously agree on, Clerks Three. Let's talk about that for a second. I'm super not, excited for this. I am
1: I am not a Clerks fan. So, I'm I'm the lead with that. <laughs> um, I'm not a Clerks fan, but
0: mm-hmm. I appreciate what Kevin Smith does, does with them. Yeah, no. So, I, I agree with that, yeah. But I mean, if nothing else, they will, it will it's going to make you laugh.
1: Yeah, true. Now like, I don't know. It's as long as it has the same feel as, you know, it's hard to recapture that this this many years forward. The I don't know, the tone I think is the wrong word to use, but just the way the movie is set, how low budget it feels, gives the clerks a lot of its charm, I think. So if they can, if they can keep replicating that in this one, and of course it's, you know, it's many years later, they have there's more money at, at their disposal, so they don't have to do that. But I think that's a part of its charm. So as long as they can pull that off a little bit, I think the movie will be fine.
0: I agree. Uh, I, I agree. The second one wasn't too far off the first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it was, I mean, again, you couldn't, that that movie's full of stuff that wouldn't just would not fly today just absolutely <laughs> would not fly right. today yep. so i'm surprised that they were able to make a sequel to that but you know what we didn't get a lot of in this trailer rosario right.
1: dawson true yep i was just i was, I was just thinking that too looking at and the, i was very uh, surprised list yeah I mean, no, we, we her, do we but... get you know
0: we, we do get the actual clerks and that's you yeah know, that's and what
1: she's you and, and she, she's on a lot of she's i mean she's credit as being a part of it. So just the trailer didn't have a whole bunch of her. she might not have a whole lot of time on it though. Then
0: Uh, she may not have a whole lot of time. She may just be a cameo again, but I mean, it's fine by me. (laughs) That is definitely fine by me. So I'm, I'm excited for Clark. I want to see what he can do with it. I want to see what's done with it, especially in 2022 because Clark's never really been, um, let's say uh, politically
1: acceptable. True. Well, I like how how they're how they're bringing it to the current year, you know, because there there's a there was a chance that the next one they made could have been they could have like paused like in a time frame of some sort just to make it to where it's easier to write their what they want to write for the movie. But there's a there's a vape pen uh, advertisement right outside of the right outside of the quick stop or whatever, and so they're definitely bringing it to forward you know forward to current day, which I think is a good move.
0: Well, I w- I wonder if. The movie they're making is actually supposed to be clerks.
1: I wonder. Uh, So I thought that too, because they talk about the the Jay and Silent Bob character, right? Within the trailer. And like how, you know, oh, well, they'll be kind of side characters, but they'll do all the franchise, blah, blah, blah. And it's exactly what they've become within within that universe.
0: Exactly. I was wondering, because I was waiting for them to say, I was waiting for someone to say, shoot it in black and white. I was waiting for like. Oh, yeah, yep if if they went that route they're going to save that for not the trailer but the actual the theatrical release but i wonder it if clerks is like super meta clerks is the movie they're actually supposed to be making which is kind of look that's that's a cool idea i agree that's a yep. super cool idea very yep. meta but you know very awesome too so
1: well they even say something about things that are meta within the within the trailer so that would go right on theme then right
0: it would i mean it would be it's kind of a yeah kevin I mean, and if that's something that kevin smith would absolutely excel in doing because that's what he does is Kind of very meta on himself, but yeah, I'm excited for Clerks three. Even though I'm not a Clerks fan, I'm excited for Clerks three. I remember when Clerks two came out. I was working at Carmike at the time, and I had never seen the first Clerks. And uh, one of the other people there lent me the DVD to, or yeah, the DVD to watch the night before we watched the second one at like midnight or whatever. And I was surprised at what Clerks was. I I guess I had a general idea back in the early two thousands, like what Clerks was. I hadn't seen it, but. It was weird to me. And then the second one was just, it was, I don't want to say it was super different, but it, I guess it was a little different. There's yeah. a ton of money behind it. I, unlike the first one, there's a ton of money behind Clerks too. And um, again, it's politically, very politically incorrect. Very, but very much
1: so.
0: <laughs> I mean, I can't even, i wanted, there's a phrase I want to say that always makes me laugh, but you just can't say the phrase anymore. Prob- probably so, can't.
1: Taking Prob- it back. That's for yep. sure.
0: Probably don't. Um, <laughs> but I'm 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 very excited to see where this goes. I hope that that I hope that that is super meta because it's just it's just cool, man. It's just I think it's a it rewards your loyal
1: people who love love Clerks. It's like oh yeah. my god, they're
0: they're making the first Clerks movie.
1: Well, if you're I not see, making Clerks cool. if you're not making a movie like Clerks for your for your original fan base, you're doing it wrong. I think that, I, that yeah, that's yeah,
0: a, totally agree with you on that one. Totally agree. All right, Chris, the time has come, my friend. Oh, oh man, minions. The rise of
1: Gru. All right, let's talk about
0: it. Let's talk about the Rotten Tomatoes. All right, Tomato Meter is sitting pretty high to seventy-two percent. The audience score is even higher at 90, nine zero. <sighs> nine zero.
1: People love Minions, man.
0: I don't blame them. It's got this weird kind of charm to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm all kinds. Of, I'm 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 all about that. Now let's get into some specifics then. So, <laughs> all right. Steve Carell, again back for the fifth time. Uh Pierre Coffin, Russell Brand, Alan Arkin, Taraji P. Henson, Jean-Claude Van Damme. I think it's I hilarious that.
1: to get Jean-Claude Van Damme because he doesn't say a damn thing, does he? Or like we, close to nothing.
0: Close to nothing. And Lucy yeah. Lawless and Dolph mm-hmm. Lundgren. Like yeah, and, Danny, yeah. and Danny Trejo. Like, come on. That's awesome. Those are awesome. <laughs> Michelle Yeo, um, Julie Andrews, uh, RZA, Riza, directed by Kyle Balda, so let's talk about it. You can fill in for Roger. Tell us, Chris, what Minions
1: Rise of Gru is about. So, Minion rises Rise of Gru is, I mean, the plot is within the title, and it's about Gru and his up and coming venture to try to join the world of villain of villainry, right? So he, <laughs> so the movie starts out where Gru is in his everyday life. He's in school. He uh, it shows what he does after school which I think is hilarious, by the way. That was one of the better montages of the movie. And it's his journey to try to join his favorite supervillain super group, the, what is it, the Sinister Six, which I thought was hilarious because it's a play of other the, things. The the Vicious Six, I thought. The Vicious, the vicious Six, yeah, you're probably right. I'm, th- I'm thinking the Sinister Six from, uh, from Spider-Man, which is exactly right, 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 right. why well, I think it's a play. Um, and we go through this wacky thing where he has to try out he goes to like basically a job interview or you know try out for them they they laugh him off because he's a kid and then he and they say something key that sparks for him to steal something from them that they steal that's very powerful and the whole movie is these villains trying to chase him down and him trying to recover something that he lost that they want so he can earn the respect and join their troop and we get wacky minion stuff that ensues along the way
0: and I think the important thing is we you get a ton of minions speaking minionese. Oh yeah, but, minionese. Yeah. You know what's funny? So I can one of my best friends, Bobby. He has he has a three and a half year old that I could, for the love of God, for the past year, whenever he talks, I have no idea what he's saying. And like, but his parents can very accurately translate what he's saying. And like, I had breakfast with them today, and I'm starting to
1: understand their son. There you go. So so, I mean, so I'm starting so- to get it. That is a parental superpower that you gain, but it's only effective for your own child for the longest time, and it kind of trains you to understand children. But yeah, like it's it's a weird thing that parents you know do with their own kids, where you, you get what they're saying because you're with them all the time. But yeah, so no, I kind of understand the Minionese because yeah, I can bit. like
0: this this movie. I I knew what they were saying almost every time. There you go. So I, I don't know if they're getting better by giving us visual clues what they're saying like what's mm-hmm. in the frame that what they're saying or i've just seen so many of these movies and this is the what the fifth one there's three yeah three despicable me's and two rise or two grew movies or yeah and movies, and, so.
1: and we don't know if, if maybe Universal's kind of refining their speech kind of in the background to make it to where people can connect a little more with the minions because they know that the minions is where all the money's at right like, Gru is a side character in his own movie most of the time. because everyone. You're right minions. about that. I'm
0: glad you said that. You're 100% right about that because mm-hmm. without the Minions, these movies don't exist. No, or oh yeah, not at all. you You may have had one Despicable Me. It, w- it would have come out, made some money, and then that would have been it. And you then it would have had and this... then, and then been done. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no one watches this movie for Gru. Everyone watches it for the Minions, of course. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. And you could definitely tell because they took up a much bigger chunk of this movie as in like part of the story.
1: Mm -hmm. You know, like away from Gru. Oh, yeah. So I think that that's one of the positives of this movie. They do a very good job of having these these two very separate things happening, two separate storylines, and having them interweave. And, you know, when when they're doing this, you want to see the minions, right? And I think having Gru almost separate from them Feeds into that even more because in the Despicable Me movies and and in Minions you get the Minions with Gru or with the other cast all the time, whereas this one, you we get to ride with Gru for a little bit and then you get your min then you get your dose of Minion right and then you go back to Gru and you get another you get another hit of Minions and that goes back and forth for a while, especially
0: because this one is in 1976. Which I, I I appreciate going back to '76. I appreciate you know the all the dated references. I appreciate, I, I appreciate going back and you know back to the record era and everything. I there's mm-hmm. a lot of little oh, yeah. detail this movie does very well with all that, especially you know people's outfits, what they're wearing.
1: Oh yeah, I agree. I
0: I, I appreciate that kind of thing because it matters yeah. to me, and you know it, it matters to me because like I mean, I mean it's not gonna be too much longer, Chris, before people start like maybe another five or 10 years when like a movie set in the nineties is way in the past.
1: <laughs> oh God, don't say that.
0: <laughs> I, dude. I'm just saying it's going to happen. I know. I know. Like, I remember like, I remember the nineties well. And that's the thing is like, and that we're going to talk about that. I'm sure with Beavis and Butthead on the next oh, episode God, yeah, is yeah. Because like Beavis and Butthead is absolutely a product of the very late eighties, early
1: nineties. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And, and it, it, it pays homage to that, right? The whole time.
0: Yeah. And I'm, and, but in the kind of a different way that minions or the, the rise of who oh, yeah. does, but yeah, um there's a lot of things that work in this movie especially because it's a movie for kids and you know you said your daughter's really enjoying it or enjoyed it and can't wait to watch it again and that's a good thing you know one thing i did recognize though in in the when i was watching it is there were you know maybe the friday night i watched it there might have been a hundred people in the theater but you know all those weren't kids because of course parents had to bring those kids so yeah there's there's a good number of people but i noticed that See one thing that makes me makes my heart super happy is when I'm in these movies, I'm hearing kids laugh. Yes, because
1: and and, and, and my and my, kid, my kids and the theaters and it had a lot of it had a good bit of laughs in it. You know, there's anytime there's a there's a minion butt on the screen, all the kids will laugh, right? Like it's it's an automatic you know canned laughter, and you know those points happened. The parents laughed at a certain point, at certain points, and the kids didn't because there are a few jokes in here for the adults. And then there's stuff where everybody laughs. So that, I think this has a good bit of the humor, which I don't know. I guess what, you know, minions for, because it's got to have that. It needs it.
0: I agree. I mean, but again, without the minions, you don't, without the little yellow minions, you don't have a movie. You just have Gru and no one really cares about as much about Gru. I mean, for instance, this is the second, this is not the first time we've seen Gru's mom. True. You know, Gru's mom is not the nicest lady. You know, she's, she's not. not the most, she's not the most hearthwarming woman as a mother either <laughs> i mean we can we can see where Groot gets it and you know yeah. what one thing i love about this movie set in 1976 is like you know in the 50s when when comics started to really be a thing is like you know in the 50s 60s 70s 80s not even today like people love comics and I, i'm all about that but i'm all about and like back in in like let's say 76 for example the same year this movie is set is kids would like read the comics and dream of being thor or iron man or captain america and I think it's great how like this movie goes the opposite of this kid's dreaming about being a villain. You know what I mean? He doesn't want to be a hero; he wants to be a villain. And I just yeah. I always oh, find yeah. I find that you know just super charming because it's 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 very interesting. I think.
1: Oh yeah, no, I um, agree.
0: I you know there's a lot of, there's a lot in this movie to like, mm-hmm. but the story, um, the stories I, I think where unfortunately these movies kind of fall flat. I don't yeah. think they can ever nail down a story that people really i mean that like is
1: that is more than the minions well so the movies like this and the way that they're made right they have to be made as a vessel to get your minions time in is is what they is what they do because and they do it well here but they have to do that it can't just be an entire movie full of minions it can't like you said no one really no one's really there for grew and and what's going on with him so they have to make something happening that pulls you along the rails and gets your minions into some shit it gets grew into a mess and will pull the whole thing along that rail. So, yeah, it, it the story isn't going to be good. It's going to be an it's got just got to be enough to get all the characters on their whatever adventure that they, they want to take them on. And But this and this, does, this does that, but the story isn't great here and it's not interesting. And there, there there's a lot of problems with like some of the things for payoff in this too, I think.
0: Well, but I mean, the thing is like, so we get a lot of those, you know, for instance, we see one of the villains from the first, first two, somewhere in the Despicable Me, maybe the, maybe the, I don't watch the movies more than once a piece, but whatever, whoever the, the, the large guy who had a picture of his son on the table was, do you remember doing what I'm talking about?
1: The large, no, I don't. He
0: met some dude who had a picture of a kid on his desk and that kid was in Groove's later years. He was a problem for Gru, and I just thought. Well, that's Oh yeah, that's yeah, a- yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. The um, the um, the, the banker guy and and his son. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. The banker. Yeah. People. Okay. Yeah. That's it. Okay. That's yes. it. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. I
0: I mean, again, I love it when kids react, and the kids audibly gasped and like pointed because like really? they got it.
1: Okay. That's cool.
0: Yeah. They they got like that's super happy. That makes me super happy. Um, I really do enjoy that aspect of it. I mean, we did get a lot of you know that kind of callback especially characters we knew already existed in this universe oh yeah so, yeah, the, yeah. so his,
1: his scientist guy is in here and you get to see how like they like have their first interaction together and stuff too
0: yeah oh, no it's pretty I, clever
1: i mean and let's let, let's talk about the
0: vicious 6 for example mm-hmm. so the vicious 6 i guess is you know it's like just what like the suicide Squad? No, i don't want to say because suicide squad are doing good The Vicious six are like bad <laughs> avengers right let's just call them yeah, that yeah
1: absolutely I mean, they're, they're your they're your super villain troop and <laughs> well so here's the thing though they rock automatically because they're all puns so i'm already all in on a solo movie for the uh the vicious six because you
0: think we're you think we're gonna get one of
1: those? No, we won't. We'll never get that. But with
0: with minions, I mean, it could be no, a thing. But no,
1: I don't think it'll happen. We defeated them. It's not gonna happen. But so yeah, no. All I their names. It, yeah. All their names rock. I mean, well, there's Jean, stronghold... Jean Cla- Claude Van Damme playing yeah, Jean Claude. Come yeah, on, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's no,
0: perfect. I, I, yeah, it's wonderful. There's stronghold. Danny Trejo, Nunchuck, Lucy Lawless. Um, <laughs> Sven, uh, Svengeance, Dolph Lundgren. I, I love yep. that character. Oh, but, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then
0: Jean-Claude vault voiced by Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yep. Um, You see, I actually think this is where some of the cleverness comes in is yeah. some of that stuff I think is just Superman. Maybe I'm being too, maybe I'm not being critical enough saying it's clever, mm. but I do like that kind of stuff. I think that is what would fall into the category of clever for me. I don't know how, yeah. you, how it says with you, but
1: well, no, so, so it's like it's like that's that's the adult humor. You know what I mean? That's the thing that the parent because I, I laughed at when at Jean Claude. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like it's just it's just so it's just such a bad pun right in your face. And I don't know. Like, but the kids don't get that that's a pun. They just, you know, see a guy with the name Claude in his name. If they can read at that point. They don't get the pun parents get the pun and that's well, where they mean they might understand
0: they might like have heard the name jean-claude van damme before but maybe like, yeah, yeah you're right they're not going to get the full extent of like why that's great to exactly, us exactly yeah you know? so like,
1: it's like th- that that is the cleverness for the parents which i appreciated because otherwise it, i would wanted to die you know after 40 you know 45 minutes of this movie there was nothing that i could chuckle at
0: and then there so, was uh and then there was our the guy that we stick with um knuckles yeah Alan uh,
1: wild knuckles right
0: Wow! <laughs> wow, yeah. knuckle.
1: yeah. knuckles. wild I, knuckles. I do is, enjoy is this, this,
0: this. I do enjoy this part of the story. I mean, and then we have the um, uh, who trained him? Who was the the woman that tra- like trained grew Like in martial arts, I forget her. Ma-
1: name. Uh, well, the trained or trained the minions because in this well, one, okay, minions, both of yeah, them, right? I thought you should have heard both of them. Maybe I don't know. Oh, I don't know if Master Chow, have...
0: that was it. Master, yeah, Master Chow. Yep.
1: Those were, those were actually kind of funny montages. Yes. Nope. So I I said, I said, you know, I said one of our montages when Gru was walking around, you know, in his day-to-day life, which him eating the ice cream in front of the, uh, the cyclists, the exercise cyclists. You want to talk about evil genius? Like that's, I mean, you
0: don't don't get much more evil than that.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah. No, I, I, I laughed in the theater at that too. That, but that was, that was hilarious. There was a I couple know. things he did when he went in there. I, there
0: was a couple, like there's three or four things in that montage that he would do that, like that's just pure evil, man. Yes, like, which evil. is
1: which is which is on on character, right? But yeah, no, like and 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 when the minions get trained in kung fu, it is that is one of the better points too. I laughed a lot at that, and it was I don't know. There's a lot of good like just easy comedy in this movie, which it, it, it's got to have it, right? But my kids were laughing. I know, I know. Me and the wife laughed a few times. It, it was good. It was good for that. It's a good experience. And let's talk
0: about just for a second, how beautiful this movie is too. Oh, like it I just mean, looks, the animation yeah. is second to
1: none. It's great. Uh, animation is great. I mean, I think the, the minions, you know, universal's minions, like animation style is very clean looking. So like, let's take a, another recent movie with similar lines to um, bad guys, right?
0: Okay, so, okay.
1: So bad guys is a, is, it was, it's cell shaded. It's very poppy and in your face. And there's the heavy black lines it's a very gritty style of, look of animation still look great. Like I thought the animation was out of this world for that movie, but it's such a different contrast to this where it's like universal's animation style is just so clean with this movie. It look it like the colors pop, you know, like it seems brighter and more vivid. The backdrops look, they look real, just like, like they've been put into a 3d, like a 3d generated uh, renderer and just put back on screen. It looks really good and it looks very, very clean. I love it. I do. I did like the animation. I appreciate it because uh, everything on screen looks so crisp.
0: Did you happen to watch it in three D? I did not. No, man, it was beautiful. It really? You watched gorgeous. it in three
1: really? D? I did.
0: I did. Well, that okay. Yeah. I gotta be honest. I'm not up to date with which movies are in three D and which movies are not in three D. And I just the time I chose on Friday, and I just happened to be
1: happy. 3D. Be it. Okay. And
0: I gotta be honest. So when when I got my ticket, and then she handed when I when I went to up in Pittsburgh, and I went to um. When I when I went to go to my theater, you know, the the, the big AMC at the waterfront, they have two sides, they, yeah. they have sides divided. And she mm-hmm. handed me a glass. I'm like, oh no. Oh
1: no, yeah.
0: yeah. I don't want to do this. But I got I I that was my preferred way to watch
1: that movie. I'm okay. telling you, it's also awesome. well, so at the very beginning when Wild Knuckles falls down that um like falls down into the temple and he lands and his legs are like almost like like laying in the spiky pit thing. I thought in my head as soon as I saw that I was like I was like oh that's got to be made for 3D because it looked it, like it looked like him landing right there would have looked so cool. With the there's different, there's like, the different there's a lot of, of spikes. There's a lot of
0: stuff that was made for the 3D and also, okay. yeah. you know what the, the the trailer before that the Avatar trailer looked out of this world. Like I know just as a little side I know one episode it looks like crap. It, no, it, <laughs> you're biased. I dude, There's no I, way. you know what? I've I'll be the first one to tell you because no one's harder on James Cameron than Grayson. Trust me, he's he's okay. my guy. Right. If he makes a mistake, I will publicly out him. But I'll bury him. That, <laughs> that man, that trailer looks great. Avatar Way of the Water. Really? Holy crap. Like I, it makes the first one in three D look looked like a garbage fire
1: jesus just, right. it
0: looks it looks so crisp and so i mean i w- i would swear the navi are real people that's how that's how good it looked all right and i mean i'm saying that i hope when the the re-release of avatar is in like re-rendered 3d oh i can't wait i can't wait <laughs> um, all right so back to so it does look amazing in 3d but i
1: mean i'm sure your viewing of not 3d the the very crisp looking animation okay. was also amazing oh it was good like, like, like there's no complaints about the animation about the style stylization of anything, about what you're seeing on screen, it it was it it's it's good. I mean, Universal has has this down at this point for you know what they want to do with like what you see visually on screen with with their minions done.
0: Oh, definitely, definitely. That's one thing I love about. Um, I mean, look, this anime. I mean, they don't. This studio does nothing half ass when it comes to animation. No, and it's also. I mean, I, I want. I wonder. Let me ask you this, Chris. And this is yes. this to be a good question. I meant to ask you and Roger during this the last one. What if we get a movie that's animated like this, but it's meant to be an adult-themed movie? I don't mean like theme as in like you know, like you know, bad uh, adult theme. Yeah, I mean yeah. like a movie to be made to be dissect, to be digested by adults in a, this this style of
1: animation. In like this it's not style, meant for kids.
0: It's not meant for kids. Is what I'm saying. In This
1: style, I think, if you did something with like with like a um. Uh, what what's the what's the movie with the um, the the vulgar kids that Roger oh. loves so much? Roger and I. Thank you. The good boys. Yeah, 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 good boys. I think if they did a did a movie, a movie in in this style, this like was story driven. That's that's like good. Like that's like good boys. I think that would work for this animation style. I don't think I'd see it. You know what I mean? I don't think you could yeah. do something too serious it with this animation style. It's it's almost too soft, and it works very well for this with the for the soft kind of kid humor, but for something like Good Boys, where like everything looks happy and cheery and clean and cut, and you've got you know children just being vulgar and violent and you know just out of this world offensive, that would be hilarious within this kind of in this kind of art style. I think I could see I that so. happening. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, a comedy would would definitely be a no brainer. I always talk about the uh, the Adam Sandler movie, Eight Crazy Nights, which it yep, wasn't yep. this kind of animation; it was, it was a much older kind of animation. But True. I mean, it was a, it was a movie meant for and to be digested by
1: adults. It was yes. not a kids' movie at all.
0: Yep. You know, I, I don't I don't think it was rated R, but it was a hard PG
1: thirteen. Oh yeah, no, so, I am the guy. I am the guy that thinks that you know the Warcraft movie should have been fully animated. I think it would have been way more successful. I have no problem with with an older audience or you know adult audience like like themed movie you know, being in animation style of some sort. I'm all for that. I mean, that's what, I mean, that's what a lot of anime is, but I, I
0: don't mean that, like, I mean, all the Studio Ghibli movies, for example, you could argue those are not meant for kids, those are meant for adults. Some of them are. Or aren't. at least yeah, I mean, yeah. or some some of them definitely are meant for adults. Yeah. I mean, Prin- Princess Mononoke, 100%. That's a very popular one, uh. not a kid story. That
1: would be yeah no, <laughs> no.
0: I mean Akira I th- I is not seven- a kid's story
1: either. Oh, you know Akira is absolutely not for not for you know a younger audience. My 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 seven year old would be terrified of Akira.
0: That's my point. But, and even like Princess Mononoke too is like yeah, it's just yeah. but like I don't but like that animation. I I mean I don't mean that animation style. I mean this animation style. The very oh, I crisp, very clean. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I think it's possible. I, I mean, I really would. Me I mean, I w- I want some studios to do it. I just I don't know if anyone's going to do that.
1: It, it, it's a risk that isn't proven yet, right? So, and that's where you fall into problems with a, a studio that puts like eighty million dollars went into making this, right? So maybe, yeah, maybe you could cut a lot of that by not having big actors in it and give you your test run with your great animators and get the budget down some. Eighty million dollars is a big risk to take on something that might bomb because it doesn't just for a studio to take a risk on, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I, mean, I think that, I think that's where you run into where it, it'll be hard to see it. You know, we think it'd be successful, but you know, we don't make $80 million movie, you know, budgeted movies that make $360 million. So that's true. I and mean, we, we don't, but I mean, it's,
0: <laughs> I, it, it would be an experiment. I mean, for I me, mean, someone's got to make the first one. That's, that's exactly. all. Gotta yep. make nope, it. I agree. Someone's got to make it. Yep. Um, so back to the story of, I mean, Minions. A lot. One of my problems with this is now, we've. If you've seen the trailer for Minions: Rise of Gru, then you've seen Gru trusts. I think what, one of the minions is it Kevin. One of the minions, or, one of them, one of the one of the three he trusts with. Otto. His, he trusts. He trusts Auto. Otto. Okay. Auto. Otto, it's, with, with it's, it's
1: not one of our big three minions. Okay. It's it's the oh, other. Oh, it's minion. not.
0: Okay. So that's, that's I don't I've, I've seen all these movies once. Yeah. So, so
1: yeah. So you have Kevin, you have Stuart, and you have Bob. And those are the three that have been consistent throughout the minion verse, right? Otto is not, he hasn't been a part of all of these, but he is the bum. He is, if the minions had a bumbling fool mascot, that is that is Otto. <laughs> I'm all I'm all for
0: that. It's, it's kind of cool, actually. Yeah, he's,
1: he, it's it's my and Roger's version of you, just in minion form. What's that? It's mine and Roger's version of you, just in minion form. Oh, the fair enough. Of the I'll, I'll take that. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair
0: um the pet rock chunk of this movie <laughs> yeah now there's either something very brilliant about this or mm. it went on too long and i'm crazy
1: do you mean Otto's side adventure with his yes you know, r- ripping down the highway and his uh and his big wheel <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean literally for the entire movie mm-hmm. he's chasing after this pet rock oh yeah um, well and like in and his 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 riding buddy that we didn't know knew he was there the whole time, just ripping the road with him. Yeah. No, hell yeah, yeah brother. Course.
0: Hell yeah, brother. We'll channel
1: Roger there for a minute. Yeah. Um, I thought that was
0: kind of, see, I like stuff like that where they keep yeah. the same thematic going through the whole thing. I like it. I mean, maybe the whole pet rock thing went a little too far. With well, the whole, look, like you
1: traded my thing for my pet rock. No, but that, rock. That, that's such a minion thing though. Right. Like that's, that's such a minion thing to do. You yeah, sure. know he, he loved that he, I, he I fell in love with that, that pet rock at first sight. It's shaped just like a minion <laughs> with even with like googly eyes. Yeah, you exactly. Know, like, you know what I mean? It was like it it was perfect. It was, it I think that was fine. And I think what? This movie's like a hard 90, right? Like it's got to be. It, it, it's runtime so. is right on the dot. It felt like it was right on the
0: Okay, dot. yeah. Though no, it's if it, if it's not 90, it's less it's 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 100 or less I I
1: think. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, this movie it's right on the nose for like the shortest your movie can be and go into theaters. I think they needed a little more time. So I think the ripping down the highway thing was just a way to get some time filled, have some comedy involved because it it brings everyone together in the end, but they could have had the whole adventure of the minions going with that. I think it was a good way for them to get a little more time out of the movie though too. So let
0: me ask you another, let me ask you another question about the seventies. Yeah. Where. So I'm such an expert. Well, I mean, but when you when, when when a movie takes place in this especially a comedy takes place in the 70s, what um uh, what part of American history do you do you always assume will be there? What part of American music history do you always think will be there? Disco. Yeah, of course. And
1: we didn't get any of that in this. We didn't, but we had disco characters and we had them and we had them uh insulting disco because it was it was late 70s, right?
0: Yeah, no, I I totally understand, but like we didn't get any like terrible disco music or you know like making fun of disco. We just got like little inserts here and there. Yeah. Now, do you yeah. do you think that was because the target audience for this, of course, a younger the audience really those jokes have just been completely wasted on them. I was going to say
1: I, that that may have been a smart move on their part if that's the case. Knowing our audience, I'm, I'm saying, but like the adults would have appreciated it. Maybe, but I think that. I think that in your minions movie, I think, I think you got to play to the kids a little bit more than the adults. So maybe, so maybe the disco stuff wouldn't have just resonated well. And I I think, I think staying away from it was probably a good idea on their part. Especially because I
0: mean, it is, so
1: it it is 87 minutes.
0: See? (laughs) Damn. Yep. I mean, you don't really have a lot of time to get into other things too. Mm -hmm, No, no. Mm. 87 minutes. Damn. Not even 90. (laughs) Not even 90. Jeez. Yeah, that's the thing that was like,
1: eh, I mean, I could have. For, for me, it could have been ten more minutes, and I'd have been fine with it. it. It could have been. So, like, so my wife, we like, we all went together. My wife did not enjoy this movie. She thought it was really. She thought it was bad. Like she she chuckled at a few points, but she said her favorite part was was when the credits started rolling. She was she said that it felt longer. It felt way longer than it's, than run runtime. And I said, it felt pretty short. It felt like, you know, a hard 90 cut. She's, no, it yeah.
0: definitely felt like, I mean, it definitely. So if the trailers were 30 minutes, it didn't seem too much. Like you could definitely tell like, wow, the trailers really were long because that movie was short. Oh yeah. Yep. You know, Like you could definitely, I didn't think it was, didn't seem overly long. Yeah. Um, is your wife generally into the despicable me slash minion
1: universe? We've never been a despicable, a despicable me minions family. So like we've turned my kids haven't been into it. We've seen all of them like one or two times. I've turned them on for my kids a couple of times. They've never asked to watch the Minions. It's always just been like, oh, this is on, and we just leave it run. So this wasn't something that like we sought out because we're fans of it. You know, we went to saw see it because you know I was going to talk about it on the podcast, and you know, take my kids to a movie, and that's cool. So no, they my kids aren't really into Minions, and so we've never. But my wife and I love watching a lot of these kids movies with our kids you know like light year I, I was happy to go see that with 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 my daughter you know we love moana and a whole bunch of other animated stuff like we're definitely on board just this one just didn't this one didn't ring out to my wife at all
0: <laughs> that's fair i mean i look Great. i'm i've only seen you know me i watch anything if i see it streaming i, I don't care I'll watch anything but like right, this right, one right. i've only seen each of these movies once yeah I get so you. i yep. mean that that'll tell you how much it's caught me is almost not at all yeah so no, i'm I just. Understand. I don't have a problem with Steve Carell. I don't have a problem with the Minions. I just, it's just not a thing that I care
1: about. Truth yeah. Be told. No. I've I, like I said, we're not a Minions family. We're not like, oh no, it's the Minions. It's just kind of like, just our kids never got into it. We were never into it. So they're just a fact of life. Minions are out there. You know, you can look up all your Minion cookbooks and wonder if they taste good, Roger. That's a call out for you, buddy. But like, <laughs> it's just, it's one of those things where we just weren't that excited to go see it like because like we're minions fans we just want to go see a movie together so
0: see that's interesting i think because it's you know it's i guess different people have different like the franchise they like for their kids and their oh, kids yeah, like different franchises. um but i as easy going as i am for animated stuff i just mm-hmm. never really been a minions minions guy but yeah. i mean but like i i enjoyed this one watch like i i, I laughed five or six times like belly laughed several hey. times oh yeah I don't know if I would laugh the second time through it, or even without the. Maybe I was. I was also very distracted by how good the 3D was. The entire time. I was going to say, yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, so like seeing in 3D might actually might actually like push my needle even more into the positive side. If you're saying the 3D was that good, the 3D movies are so hard to watch for me. So it's it, it's one of those things. Same with my wife.
0: Excuse me, I'm yawning. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> Yes, yesterday still c- c- catching up with me as being in the sun all day. But um, girl, I feel you. Thanks, <laughs> nice man. <per> girl, <laughs> like with girl with like six U's. Girl, a hundred percent, hundred percent. What did you love and hate about this movie? Let me what did so, you love about this movie.
1: So loving about this movie, I like I love how they split the time and gave us doses of each story instead of trying to make them all go on this grand adventure place to place to place. I thought that worked really well. I loved Gru and what uh wild knuckles i thought those two together i think they need an entire movie it, it, no it, i mean and i think we're gonna get it, it that's the they, thing is
0: we're definitely gonna oh, get yeah. it
1: well if they do if they do another one if they do one more of these because we got th- we got three minions movies so why wouldn't we get i mean we have three despicable me movies so there's a it it begs the question if we'll get a third one but i think we will but i think him and wild knuckles on screen together just worked. Like I thought that was fantastic. I thought that was like great character chemistry. Those two together are fun to watch. And I'd like to see more of that dynamic. I thought it was good. And then, I mean, we need more minion montages, which I think, you know, you could probably have too many of those, but I'm on board for as many as we can get. Cause I think they're hilarious.
0: Well, okay. Here's a question. I, I guess I didn't think about until right now in the, in the other, in the minions. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember fully, but, was Gru
1: in the Minions movie? The first Minions movie, I don't, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't. I, for some reason, I, I can't like recall that one. Yeah, that's interesting to me because
1: that was like 2015, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, something like. I that. mean,
1: I mean, I mean, he's in it. You know, don't get me wrong. I I know he. I don't know how integral he is to the story because I think they just go out and do their own thing, right? I've I've only seen that one time. It's been a minute. Holy crap.
0: Yeah, me, me neither. I haven't seen it more than once either.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think that um, one's almost a hard 92.
0: Steve Krell's not listed in that one. No, that was only Sandra Bullock, John Hamm, uh, Michael Keaton. I do remember that vaguely, and I, I actually, I do think Steve Carell's been in that for a very short time. Yeah, yeah. I was um, say, I Jeffrey Rush. That, and,
1: yeah, yeah, that is a Minions show. Uh, like, well, that is the Minions like like show for them, so... But, but yeah, it, it's one of those things where I think the character, like the different characters they had in this one, I, I appreciated there being a few story threads mm-hmm. instead of being pulled along with the same characters just across different settings. We had a movie, a uh, like a, a we had a movie like that a little while back that just had a group of characters going place to place to place. I remember that was one of the problems we had was that it was just the same people going from setting to setting to setting. One of the problems I had anyway. So I think the mix, the mix up of all that was a very, was a very strong, a good strong point for it. What do you mean setting to setting to setting? So like, I can't remember what movie it was and I wish I could. Um, We had like, we had a movie we watched. It might might not have been a kid's movie, but I remember there being a bunch of characters and everyone got pulled together. And then we were just like in setting one, setting two, setting three, setting four. There was no travel to these things. It was just like, this thing happens and we go, this thing happens and we go. And it was just, oh it it, yeah i remember funny. that it, it wasn't it wasn't even that long ago either no it wasn't I, to, I just can't remember what it is but like i didn't i didn't i didn't like that it felt very like it almost felt like an like those crappy carnival rides you sit down on that are that's like a fake roller coaster thing that pulls you along some weird like these things that jump out and scare you and then the rides over that's what that movie felt like and i just didn'
0: was it was it drastic world Dominion <laughs> <I> mean,
1: <laughs> no but
0: <laughs> maybe was it- was it Chippendale, Rescue Rangers, no, Firestarter? Fire
1: no. no, that one was... No, yeah. I mean, Chippendale was good. I almost want to say it was that, that detective movie on the boat. Um, oh, jungle, um... J- jungle Cruise that I thought was... <laughs> no, um, <laughs> Death, on, Death on the Nile. <laughs> yeah, I think that was it, yeah. That,
0: that, that, that was probably it, actually. That yeah. was definitely probably it. But yeah,
1: so like the, the, them doing it this way, I think, played very well to it and gave you just enough of each character and cut away right when they were going to start feeling like you know they had too much time on screen, or you know, and get you back to something else you were interested in. I think that was a, a good a good call by them. Well, whoever, I mean, you got to
0: test audiences would have told them a lot. I mean, I mean, I, I know it's a weird thing to think about, but there's a much longer version of of all of these animated movies that they make, and that's what you know. Yeah. Test audiences tell them when to cut and when not to cut. One of the things that I always so one of the things I, I always think about and talk about is the Pocahontas. Movie in '95 with Mel Gibson as uh, John Smith. Um, okay. they cut in the theatrical release. They cut out like a four-minute song, and the movie does. It's a lot shorter without the song, but it's mm-hmm. it's called "If I Never Knew You," and they talk about if they never met. Um, Mel Gibson sings his Mel Gibson sings his, and um, the woman who voices Pocahontas sings sings her side. And it, it's a beautiful melody. But it's I remember reading or listening to the director say why he cut it out of the theatrical version was because Disney strongly felt that due to their test audiences with kids, that's where the kids started to look around the room. That's where the kids started to completely zone out. Okay. All right. So I remember thinking to myself, see, so you, you take out the one piece of the movie that has incredible harmonic resonance with adults. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like it might it might ground the movie to a halt for kids, but not for the adults who yeah. that's like their payoff for sitting through that thing with their kids was they get this thing, like they get this beautiful melody between two people who are just star-crossed lovers kind of deal. I'm like, why would? You? And and if you've never seen that, I would suggest you can YouTube it. It's it's. I mean, a million people have posted it, but it's it's a beautiful melody, and it's you know, I love Mel's voice. <laughs> God, Jesus. I know, I know. I, I, that's why that's why I started to laugh. That's why that's why I started to laugh. Oh no! Um, but it's like I wonder how much of this, I wonder how much of these movies, especially since we're talking about Minions and Despicable Me, how much of the, these movies are cut out due to kids like starting to fidget and look around the room, and like, oh no, we got to get rid of that. We got to cut that out. Like, I wonder yeah. how much of that, being a you know being a tight eighty-seven minutes. I wonder how much I mean, that, of that is like, you know, that's
1: got to be important for like for word of mouth, right? For like friends recommending their friends take their kids to see a movie. You know, they go, oh yeah, man, it was pretty cool. You know, it's been like it's only it's only like an hour long, or like an hour, like oh, not even two hours long. You know, my kids. You know, they didn't get bored. That's got to be a word of mouth thing. That that's a positive for you know for a kids movie, for parents oh, to of tell course. parents. Yeah, it's not that long. You can take them. You know, they'll have a good time. You know, my kids didn't get bored. Or you know, they didn't start throwing popcorn around the theater. That that, that that's got to help them. I think that, I think that, I think that plays a lot into it.
0: Oh, I th- I think I think you're probably right. I mm-hmm. would um I would just love to see how much longer these like if there's just like to, a two hour cut of been. this. Like, I don't wonder. Yeah if there's a, a full 120 minute cut of this movie before they started <laughs> making cuts. Like I, I just wonder, yeah. uh, be like, I don't, I don't know how much of like, because I can't decide now. This is a weird movie for me. Cause usually I side with wherever the story was. That's what I wanted to see more of and less of the minions or less of the side. But like, I actually preferred the
1: minions in this movie than Gru's side of the story. Okay. Well, I mean, I think we all, we think we all did, you know, <laughs> and I think we're supposed to, Cause it's this. This is the Minions movie. This is a Gru's movie. You know, I know, I know. It's called the Rise of Gru, but it's still titled Minions. You know, before the, before Gru's part in the title, and it's a it goes along with this is the movie two in the Minions movie line where Despicable Me and Gru already had his run. You know what I mean? You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and three of them sure. Yeah, it's, I want when, but like in the Minions movie. Now I'm remembering more of the other Minions movie. There's, there's always something besides the Minions going on. And I wonder, oh, yeah. I wonder how safe they would be if they would just made a movie about the Minions where there's no one. There was no Groove. There was no one. It was just Minions being Minions. Well, it's kind of like I wonder how safe.
1: Right?
0: Well, sure, but there was other things going on in that movie too. True, true, yeah. So I don't know. I just, I'm curious more than anything else. I guess to know how that demographic would have paid or, yeah, demographic would have played out for kids, but. Hmm as an adult i i find the minions antics funny well
1: you know, yeah, i mean i'm course. i'm
0: sad to say that cuz i i probably shouldn't but i find it funny you know like when when they were for instance when they in this movie when they're learning how to when they're learning how to uh do like break the board with their with their heads oh, no yeah when one of them just slams the other one's head off of it over it, and then it breaks like and he's like ta da like i just think yeah. that's, that to me that's funny it's just
1: hilarious it is it is absolutely What did you hate about this movie? Let me ask you that. So, I think the biggest problem with this one that this one has is that our villain is, I mean, they're not, it's not undefined, but the villain, we don't get a lot from the villain side of it, you know? So, our vicious six kind of just flounder around on screen every now and then. And when we finally get the face off, when we finally get to see them in the showdown moment, they're not the vicious six anymore that we've been seeing. They turn into giant monsters that are, that are are unrecognizable to who we've been running from quote unquote, the entire time. And I didn't, I, I didn't like that at all. I wasn't like pumped for it at that point anymore. I wasn't like excited for the showdown. Don't get me wrong. Some cool shit happens on screen. There's a lot of funny stuff with the minions and when they unlock their true potential, whatever the hell that is and you know, some other stuff going on, but I didn't like that. We just didn't have them, you know, showdown as the vicious six and you know just have some kung fu fighting with some beautiful animation on the screen between you know our minions grew wild knuckles and you know the vicious six i love I how you I say his it.
0: name by the way you all you're you never just like knuckles you're like wild knuckles wild knuckles that's who he is man he's he's he's. i'm boy. telling you they don't they don't they have plans for another one because you don't what? cast someone like alan alda without or not that's not alan alda who is that no, i'm oh, sorry
1: alan arkin yeah, no, i said you. alan alda Alan Arkin, and no, Jesus Christ. Listen, listen. Wild Knuckles 2024, baby. I'm voting.
0: <laughs> minions and minions calling Wild Knuckles. <laughs> um, but they absolutely don't have they absolutely have plans for at least one more. Because you're right. It doesn't it's kind of un- unbalanced to have three Despicable and two minions. Like you want two minions three minions and three Despicable Me movies. I'd imagine yeah. anyway.
1: Mm-hmm. I think so. Um
0: now if we don't get that until 2015 and now that's that's been seven years so if we don't get that for another let's say five years mm-hmm. if they you know start working on it and dedicated now if we don't get that for five years which is totally possible are your kids going to be
1: okay completely not into it by then you think my kids will have forgotten that they didn't that they didn't really so my my oldest wasn't really like i said she wasn't really too into this one so like I think by then she'll forgotten that she wasn't into this very much and will probably be okay. Seeing, seeing the next one. I don't think they're going to beg me to go see minions, but again, that isn't, that isn't what my kids have been into. You know what I mean?
0: I'm surprised your daughter's into, uh, I mean, I'm happy that she's into all the, all, all the anime, like not, yeah. Naruto and Dragon Ball. Like that's super cool. I, I mean,
1: I, I, I love can't it. Remember the... I get to watch some stuff with my kid that I'm not, you know, just, you know, just dreading to watch, you know, but I, I, I can't I, remember the again, last time.
0: I can't remember the last time that I had a conversation with someone about Dragon Ball that wasn't my age.
1: You yeah, know, like, like I mean, there weren't, kid, they weren't you, kids. My daughter will tell you all about how she thinks Piccolo is awesome. You know what I mean? Because you know, she loves
0: wait, she loves Piccolo of all characters.
1: Well, don't forget, we're early in Dragon Ball and okay, Piccolo. Okay. Piccolo takes Gohan to train him, you know, while while Goku's, you know, dead dead in heaven getting to Kami. And you know, and Piccolo, even though he's mean to Gohan, he really cares about Gohan. He's taking care of Gohan when Gohan doesn't know about it. That's what my daughter said to me about it. So, like, she hmm. gets it, man. You know, Piccolo, Piccolo doesn't, <laughs> Piccolo's mean to Gohan, but Piccolo really cares about Gohan. So she she's figured that out, and she, she likes that. That's a proud dad moment for you, I guess. I mean, whatever it is. <laughs> well, I don't know what that says about my parenting and my outward showing of love to my kids, but... You know, whatever. <laughs> well, I mean, okay. So let's 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 move to score this one then. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. Well, so, so I wanted to I wanted to mention one more thing uh, just about numbers. I pulled a few things up. Minions made over a billion, right? Like worldwide box office. Like Minions crushed, you know, crushed numbers. But that was pre-COVID, that was 2015. And then we had, you know, three recent ones. We had was Minions, Lightyear, and Bad Guys. Lightyear's the lowest showing here, so that's got to be a, a a big L for you know, Pixar and you know, Disney and Pixar for it. It barely broke 200, 200 million is what it is. What it's got listed here.
0: Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. We did. We did. We just talked about that. And I, yep. I guess I didn't even, Jeez Louise. And
1: it's the longest of the three movies. Cause we have bad guys that made 200, almost 250 million. And, it, and then we have minions rise of Gru, Who is we're only two weeks in and it's already made 400 million.
0: Well, I mean, I don't think Disney looks at Lightyear as a failure because it, it'll it'll do great traffic on Disney Plus.
1: True, I, I, I well, but won't won't Minions do good on Peacock? You know what I mean? Like, well, it, well, yes, but I mean, saying Lightyear is a
0: complete fail. I don't think Lightyear is a complete failure. I, I don't think Disney sees it as that. Okay. That's what right. I'm curious about now, I, I brought this up once on the show, and as we move into scoring it, I do want to bring this up though. Is so. A movie like Lightyear and a movie like Minions will definitely be on the streaming services as soon as they possibly can. So I mean, granted, yep. they satisfy all their contracts, and then they're not breaking any contracts. They want to get them on a streaming service as soon as possible. They want people to be watching these things. Their kids will watch it 10, 12 times, whatever. Ooh. How long do you think it will be before people start doing the Game Pass thing when it comes to gaming on, per se, PlayStation, Xbox? People, people just say, oh, I'll wait for it to come to Game Pass.
1: How long do you think people start doing that with these movies? I think people do that already. You know, like to a degree, they have to like, there's got to be a percentage of people that have all these streaming services that don't go to very many movies anymore because they know they don't have to. There's got to be whether it's 1% of people or 10 or 80% of people. You know what I mean? There is a percentage of people that don't go to the movies anymore unless they really want to go see a specific movie in theaters. You know, that's just that it has to exist because the the option of that exists out of, you know, 7 billion people on the planet. Some of those people don't go to movies because they can just stream them now. hundred percent. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just we don't know how many of those, of those people are out there.
0: I, one, I mean, I guess one episode I want to do one day as I'm thinking about it more and doing more reading and research is how long before streaming stops?
1: What do you mean? How do you mean?
0: I, I, I guess the question is. An industry like movie industry can only support streaming for so long before movie theaters just are no longer viable, are no longer well, like the the cash cows they used to be.
1: Well, and, and and I think that's just a shift in what's available in technology wise, right? So I mean that, that that's going to be a thing. This would be better suited for like its own episode cuz we could get into some deep stuff on this, you know, just between the different, you know, ways you are going to consume media and you know, the business you know, the numbers behind it, subscriptions and all that kind of thing. But like you know, it's going to happen eventually. That's just the way technology pushes stuff, though. You know, things get phased out as we as people find better, more convenient ways to do things. That's in everything, though. Yeah, so I, uh, I, I, mean, I think without theaters, though, the yeah. landscape changes quite a bit. Oh, absolutely. I, I, th- I think, I think, it'll, I think theaters will eventually become become a more niche thing. But that's, I, th- I think we've got, I think we've got ten, fifteen years until that becomes the becomes the case, because. Right now, you have billion-dollar movies still, and until we don't have billion-dollar like movie potential anymore, I don't think you'll see that. You know what I mean? As long as Marvel can make a movie and have it yes. have it hit a billion, you know, even in you know the COVID era, you know, or, or right after COVID, I don't think we're gonna have to. You know, I don't I think we'll see the movie theaters by the wayside for a long time, because in the end, it's about the money, right? So, well, but with with yeah, with is. with
0: a movie like Minions that that hurts, maybe not Minions, but Lightyear, I can imagine how much that hurt box office wise. Because oh, yeah. this this movie Lightyear coming out in 2015 would have been a billion dollar movie.
1: Okay, yeah, I hear
0: you. I mean, for Minions though, it's not really <laughs> Minions. It isn't like everyone knows Lightyear is Disney because mm-hmm. Disney Pixar Lightyear, like yeah, yeah. or Toy Toy Story. I mean are people aware that minions is you know is 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 minions to, um with peacock i mean it, it's a universal project
1: so i'm sure it's i'm sure it's gonna be on there
0: okay so but like do people know oh i mean but like peacock's also like not really peacock's not young, nearly like- as not nearly as popular as um, yeah. Netflix and Disney
1: plus. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Peacock is still very young and it's in, in like how long it's been a streaming platform and it's only become a serious sh- streaming platform, even, you know, even for a shorter time. So it's one of those things where like, yeah, like, like, like is, is Minion synonymous with Peacock? No, I don't think, I don't think Peacock is there yet though for his reach, but you know, yes, light year is Lightyear is Disney plus, but Disney plus is a huge Disney Is a bigger brand name than Universal, right? You know, like brand for brand. It is. Disney's arguably
0: one of the biggest. Like, Disney's like Coke. It's like one of the biggest names
1: worldwide. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's the point I'm trying to make. You know, with with Disney's already bigger in that space anyway, like by a lot. So Universal, you know, in comparison to Disney, would lose out the same way that like the the knowledge of Lightyear being Disney as it is Minions for Universal. You know, it's just they're just not on an equal playing field in in that in that point, in that regard. I don't think that's a thing. I think something that's relevant to this though, more relevant to this is when do we like, how do we think we're already seeing this? Or do you think that we're going to start seeing um, these studios that do the animation hand pick or pass up on big actors? Cause they refuse to have things go to uh, like streaming at a certain time frame? Like guys well, like, we'll see. Um, like like Brad Pitt, you know. Well, I mean? we're like, starting
0: like, to see that. We're starting to see that yeah. worked into big actors' contracts. Is no, yep. this is theatrical run for X number of
1: weeks before it goes anywhere. Like so. so we're starting so, to see pushback. Yeah. So so on. Well, see on your earlier point about how it benefit it probably benefits you know Disney and Universal to get these streaming services as quick as they you know as quick as they can just to get like you know pulled to the streaming services. You know, do we see these? You know, these movies pass up. Or handpick certain actors because they want them to come out to streaming services to get their streaming numbers up because there's a lot of value there for these companies at, the, at that point
0: well th- i mean you know that's I mean? that's of course the what i meant was hurting because in order for i mean you and your wife without the i mean you without this podcast you and your wife wouldn't have seen minions not in theaters No, nope not at all. that's my point you would have seen it on it but like so, in order for your kids to see Minions, if they would had an, in, they would there would have had to have been at least one other ticket purchased with the kids. So, yeah. it's it's more of a loss for the kids' movie because you adults have to drive the kids to the theater. Someone's got to drive them to the theater. Gotcha, so, it's yeah. more of a financial loss for them. For people just to say, oh, I'll wait with me and my yeah. whatever, you know, me and my three kids, me and my two kids and their four friends, we'll just watch it in the living room. You know what I mean? Like, I just. That's got to that's got to be on the minds of these studio executives, I think it at is. least and, somewhat.
1: And I, and I think if they're thinking about how fast they can get their movie to streaming to 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 grow the streaming platform or get more subscription numbers, they're going to avoid certain actors right now that are pushing back against it. Absolutely, you know, I think that's going to be written into a lot of contracts. You know, hey, if you do one of these movies and they're successful, we're going to put it out x amount of days, and if we do two more of these things, you got to be okay with going to go into a streaming platform quickly. And if they say no, then I, I think they're going to pass up on big names. And go to the next guy in the list because they want to be able to put this stuff out into streaming platforms quickly. That's what that's you're. What you're not platform. wrong
0: about that. I mean, you're. Yeah. That's that's the whole that's the whole spiderweb of politics. You just oh, you, yeah. you, we don't know what goes on behind the curtain because like we just don't see what's behind the curtain. We don't. But, I mean, that's true. There are so many. If you go on the if if you ever you know I, I know you have several movies you like, Chris. But if you go onto you know the IMDb and read like the trivia of some movies, it'll yeah. blow your mind to read like. In in your in some of your favorite movies, your just like some of your iconic actors that play these characters, like they were like third and fourth choice. Hmm. You know, like that would bl- yeah. blow your mind to watch yeah, to, to, it, to yeah, read it's some it's of those.
1: The, yeah, like thinking about some other actor playing like a big guy that you liked in some movie, and it's like, no, that would have never worked, right? Well, like, the, the, the the
0: the cast of Lord of the Rings, none of the people were first, first choice choices. for who they're playing. Oh, none man. of them. Can you imagine how different that would have been if Sean Connery had been Gandalf and Russell Crowe had been Aragorn. Oh my God. Can you imagine? Now, they were the first choices. Oh, my God. That would have been a weird movie, right? Uh, it would have been different. It would have been different. I'd say oh that much. God. Can you imagine anyone other than Ian McKellen as Gandalf? No. No. <laughs> Ian McKellen is a national treasure. Like he no. He's, yeah. America's grandfather, damn it. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. I just can't. Maybe, maybe they weren't first choice. I, they were first or second choice. But point yeah. is, like, it's just so many movies. But, I mean, Humphrey Bogart in um casablanca was was like fourth choice and like that's like one of like the most famous iconic roles in cinema history yep you know what i mean like it's just crazy even, but, even i know what that is yeah um that's crazy but you're right though i wondered how long before these you know streaming services pushing to get them on their or these companies pushing to get them on streaming services how long it affects like well triple a talent
1: yeah yep well, you could have
0: had Brad Pitt for that role, but now you're not going to get him. Now you're going to get a B-level actor who's, you know, might be well known, but not nearly yeah. as well known as Brad Pitt.
1: Yep. So, just so, just so you don't got to wrestle with, you know, you know, time, time you got to wait to get it out to get people to get new subscriptions or renew subscriptions for stuff. Yep.
0: Oh, interesting. So hmm. that was a little, that was like a little 15 minute tangent we got off. A Little on. tangent, yeah. But I mean, yeah, I don't think it was good. So All right, let's, yeah, let's score it. Let's talk about scoring minions. Then I yeah. want you to. I'll, I'll go first. I want you to go last because okay. I want you your your score. I want you to give your score and then your kids' score. Okay, because I got good. my
1: kids. I got my kids' score before this. So that's good.
0: Perfect. I was hoping you would. So <laughs> I'm going to give Minions Rise of Gru to me as a five and a half. Okay. I can recommend it. It's funny. I just don't know how much. There's definitely not going to be a second viewing from me,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, unless I see it on streaming service Peacock, for example, which I might. But yeah, and. I just don't know how well this movie actually works when you break down the fundamentals of it. Yeah. So outside of being a Minions movie with the fun Minions speaking their Minionese, I, I don't know how, other than those things, you don't really have a movie here.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's interesting how much dialogue they can get by writing non-dialogue. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Yeah, no, definitely. Like, yeah, like like the writing, the writing budget on this can't be very high. I mean, the script
0: is... The script yeah. is not the greatest script, but it's, <laughs> it's helped because it's, it's all just nonsense. Any, like it doesn't, it's all just nonsense anyway. Yeah. So it's, it's easy to be non, non cohesive
1: when it's just nonsense. Yep. So yep. I can see it. Okay. So I spoke, I mean, I, I spoke a lot of, I've spoke fondly about this movie and it's because, you know, going to my, going to the, to the movies with my kids is, and my wife is one of my greatest joys. You know, I, I, I love taking them out to movies and sitting there and, Especially, like as my as my oldest starts to get older and starts to appreciate it more and more, it's kind of cool to talk about like that with her. Um, however, this movie, while it it, it, it it makes me laugh at points, and it it does have a lot of it is beautifully animated, like we talked about. You know, I didn't and I didn't even see it in three D. It's just it's it's a it's kind of forgettable. It's it doesn't like hold a lot of like holds a lot, it doesn't hold a lot of water, and the resolution at the end of this movie kind of falls super flat, and the villain sucks. This, this movie's a six for me. It's like, it's just above average. Cause you know, I, I can remember some of the despicable me ones. I'm not that in, I wasn't very into those at all. And this movie just, it has, it has some positives going for it. It's, it's bright and colorful. I can recommend it. If someone says, Hey, I, you know, should I go see the minion movie? My first question will be, do you like minions? If they say yes, go see it. If they say no, nah, you don't have to watch this movie. You know, I think that's where I stand on it. it is probably a solid six my oldest i asked her and i compared it with a few other movies we've seen recently and she gave minions she and I, and she's very kind-hearted and doesn't like to give anything a negative she gave it a six as well you know but this is this is someone who said that light year was a 10 so keep that in mind so but she <laughs> we, we we talked her back down to an eight you know to give a more real a more realistic scoring level but um yeah it's because trolls would be her her tens, right? She loves. They love those movies.
0: Wait, so ha, has she seen? Around. So has she seen Toy Story?
1: She has seen Toy Story. She likes Toy Stories.
0: Yes, she does. And she thought Lightyear was better than Toy Story.
1: Toy Story's not her time, man. What's that? Toy Story's not her time.
0: Well, but I mean, it doesn't change the fact that the movie's good. Oh, I'm just saying, like, yeah, I'm. I, it's interesting to me that she found Lightyear. She likes Lightyear better than Toy Story, um, even though Toy Story is kind of where. It all mm-hmm. came, came about toy story and toy yeah. story two are the, the buzz and Woody show pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So. No,
1: no, no. She, she enjoyed late year uh, for, for what it was. She, she liked it more than minions. Uh, When we, when we first asked her, you know, like, and we, this is funny. Me and my wife asked her at different times. We didn't even know this. Like we, I asked her like what she thought of it. She like, kind of was like, you know, oh, I was good, but like, she didn't sound convincing and she's she, she doesn't like saying anything bad about anything. So it's like she wanted to... I think she wanted to dig deeper into it, but she's like, it was all right. And then she immediately went, "went I can't wait to watch Lightyear again, though. So it definitely doesn't ring as hard as some other movies for. Well, I mean, that's that's telling. That's very yep. telling for Minions. Yeah. It's very I telling. Agree. But again, we're not a Minions family. I've talked to other people that see it, saw this and they fucking loved it. You know what I mean? So it all depends.
0: Well, Minionese... Minionese to me, I, I I tell you how how I think minionese is. Minionese and all the minionese too is cheating because it's <laughs> no, it's exactly it. it's exactly like uh, a guy in his dating profile picture holding a puppy.
1: <laughs> it just, that's what it, it's, you're just it's just free points for kids, right? Yeah, not the yeah exactly. Profile, not the well, that's the
0: thing profile. is like, I mean, I think adults love this movie because, or a lot of adults like this movie because it's because the minions are hilarious. But what, what what a lot of adults don't factor into is a lot of the minion stuff is even though that's the stuff I liked more because I thought it was more interesting was that's all fluff and filler even in a minions movie that's all fluff because that's not oh, the yeah. story oh yeah. you know what well, I mean so like that's
1: so in a universe where this isn't a minions movie take the same exact things that happen on screen and just and make the characters different right like no minions involved make it like armies of goblins and like you know some whatever. And ha- and make and give them dialogue, this movie's far worse. 100 percent The oh, exactly. minionese. That's, that's yeah. yeah. The
0: minions has to stay, or the movie doesn't work. Exactly. Or the oh,
1: minions don't work. The minions yeah, no. at all. Yep. I
0: mean, you know, that's what that's what sets them apart from like other movies with sidekicks, like or like with a, a funny trio of characters, is like this is their shtick, is they talk what otherwise would be complete gibberish. Yep. Yep. Nope. So I agree with you on that. Yeah. So I, I just thought that was an interesting comparison to make though. Oh, yeah. Um, the whole the minions is just complete cheating to me <laughs> <You know? laughs> i agree with that yeah <laughs> all right chris it has been an episode my friend it has
1: been it has been
0: all right this has been episode 286a of for the love of cinema each new episode posts every tuesday morning at 5 a.m on friday morning at 5 a.m on the podcasters of your choice of the following five apple Podcasts, podbean google Podcasts, spotify amazon music Please leave a comment or two, rate, subscribe, every little bit helps. More importantly, thank you very much for listening. Check out the show on Twitter at Love Cinema Pod. I am at
1: Grayson Maxwell 1. And I'm Christopher Bond. I have no Twitter.
0: Check out the page on Facebook, always posting things there on social media. Send us an email to podcast at gmail.com. And next week, we're going to be taking a look at Thor, Love and Thunder and the Netflix original, The Man from Toronto.
1: Ooh, wait, doesn't that got that beautiful bastard in it? That beautiful bastard Jason Statham or Kevin Hart? Oh, I'm thinking. Of, oh, I'm thinking of the gray. I can't wait. To, I can't wait. Wait to see Brian Dawson. Oh,
0: you're you're thinking of the 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 gray. The 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 two yeah. most handsome men on the planet fighting yeah. each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the one. Yep. Awkward. Yep. Awkward. Now, thanks. <laughs>